Hello. Hi. How are you doing? I've been better. I know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I have a For those of you who don't know, Jessica, Jess is dying. Yeah, I have a kidney infection. So it, you might as well be dying. Uh, yeah, I really did not want to record today, but we have a little something, something. This this episode is sponsored, and I wanted to yes. get paid, so I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah, we already signed the contract, so you know we are we are obligated. I could do this by myself, but I don't want to even talk to myself for an hour straight. Yeah, so be boring. So yeah, I mean, like I'm sure I could figure out something to talk about for an hour. I'm sure you could. Yeah, but it would you know probably not be the most quality content. Hey, that we're putting out there. We do our best though. We we do do our <laughs> best, and you know what? That's all anyone's asked for. Yes. Right. Also, this is hot for justice. I yes. hope by now you know what you're listening to. I don't know, sometimes I just cue that shit up and, you know, just let it play, yeah. and I'm like, whose voice is this again? <laughs> is that mine? Yeah, is that mine? Oh, that is it me. Is. Hello. <laughs> yeah. So, and I'm... It's like an internal monologue, but all the time. Yes. You know, I was reading an article about how some people don't have internal monologues. Yes. Oh, my God. And I literally don't understand how, like, how you could not... Right. Me either. It, I don't know if that made beca- sense. Well, because but... I just assumed everybody did, and right. everybody does not. No, and, like, I tried to, like, I think I saw the same article or something yeah, separate, and, like, someone commented, they're like, yeah, like, I I don't know no, what you're talking about when you say you do have one. Weird. And that hurts my head to think about. It does. So I don't think about it, because my head already yep. hurts. There we go. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do we decide who goes? I go yes, first. Yes, you're going first. But I also have some updates to my cases. Can I do that first? Oh, yes, you do. Okay. Please talk about it. Because it's been a couple weeks since we've reconvened. Yes. So, episode 32, I covered the case of Kristen Smart, which has been very cold since 1996. I shouldn't say very cold, because they do have a person of interest in it, and he seems really... I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say he's probably definitely did it. <laughs> so he's a very interesting person. He's a very interesting. Not just a person of interest, but like very. a very interesting... Yes. Absolutely. So she was last seen with a student named Paul. He was like one of her classmates named Paul Flores. And they've never charged him with anything. Um, But he was the last person to see her alive or really ever. Um, He said he walked her back to her her dorm room, but she was never seen again. Um, So Hmm. last week, search warrants were served. Um, in four locations, including in California, like Southern California and Washington. Um, For this man? um, They didn't really say what or Mm. who, but the news also reported that the police were seen outside of his mother's home in Aurora Grande, which is like near San Luis Obispo. Mm -hmm. And um, a person that was believed to be Paul Flores was detained in a um, vehicle for several hours, assumingly like talking to the police or maybe being interviewed. But they're making they're making some moves, and I think a big part of it was that podcast that I had mentioned in your own backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they did like an update episode because some things have been being reported for the last few weeks, actually. So he kind of did an update, and apparently, like the police had also um, seized like two vehicles that were the. F- the Flores's vehicles at the time. Hello, Emerson. Yes, Emerson's <laughs> making an appearance. <laughs> um, so, yes, they also have, like, two of their vehicles. Um, so, interesting. 
Um, that's yeah. the f- first case. So um, Kristen Smart, if you didn't listen to that episode, it's episode 32. She was a college student who went missing in 1996 from Cal Poly. And um, episode 33, I covered the case of Alex Holden, who is a 20- was a 25-year-old man living in Sacramento. Um, sadly, they found his body January 26th near American River Parkway and Highway 160. Um, they don't suspect foul play was involved. And that's, like, not that far from where he was, like, running, right? I don't think so, but I don't exactly know where it is. Mm-hmm. But they didn't really release any news other than they said that it is now a, considered a closed missing persons case. So That's really fucking unfortunate. It is really sad. They haven't released Like, I am glad they found else. him, but... I know. I mean, at least the family has some closure, but that's very sad. I think everybody kind of figured maybe he would be found alive or maybe just hurt himself or something but anyways those are my updates well thank you for sharing i have no updates unfortunately um other than i guess i'm going first yes you are going first yes so um mine i found by i was you know scrolling through the reddit unsolved mysteries sub the reddit um yeah, I was searching through um, the Unsolved Mystery subreddit, and I found this case. I found a lot of, like, smaller articles, and then I found uh, a Wikipedia article about it. Wouldn't it be funny if we did the same one again? I would scream. I say it's funny, but it really wouldn't be funny. It'd be pretty pretty goddamn funny. Mm. It's a lot of work, because then we'd have to stop this podcast, and then, like, one of us do another <laughs> You know what? I feel like if this ever happened again, even though we did make a spreadsheet to try to we did avoid like, this, avoid it. Um, I haven't updated. I it. feel like it would just be like one giant. Yeah, we could just like plethora of information right. about one thing. We could just tag team it. Yeah, unless should... somehow we both just use the Wikipedia page. Maybe we should <laughs> do that on like a big a big case. You know. Ooh, we could do that. I'm into that. Okay. Anyways, continue. Thank you for workshop. Yeah, you're welcome. Write yeah. that. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my ideas. Yeah, this is intellectual content that is for it's our use mine. only. So go fuck yourself if you take it. <laughs> you're a bad, bad person. Anyways, <laughs> um, so this is the disappearance of. I'm pretty sure it's Asia. It's A S H A. Yeah. Asia. That's it's that or Asha, but I'm pretty sure it's Asia. That sounds like. Anyways. More, yeah. Okay. Um, Asia. Asia Degree. Okay. Um, so, Asia Jaquila Degree, born August 5th of 1990. If I didn't say this already, which I'm pretty sure I did, this is from the Wikipedia.com. The Wikipedia. AKA my favorite website, <laughs> other than probably Twitter. Um, <laughs> anyways, so she's born August 5th of 1990. She went missing at the age of nine from Shelby, North Carolina, um, in the early morning hours of February 14th, 2000. I did pick this because Valentine's Day is this week. So she was nine. Um, she was That's nine. so sad. I know. Poor baby. Little baby. <clears throat> um, so for reasons unknown, she packed her book bag, left her family home north of the city, and began walking along North Carolina Highway 18 despite heavy rain and wind. Several passing motorists saw her when one turned around at uh, a point 1.3 miles away from her home and began to approach her. She left the roadside and ran into a wooded area. In the morning, her parents discovered her absence, and no one has seen her since. An intensive search began that day. Uh, led to the location of some of her personal effects that were near where she was last seen. A year and a half later, her book bag, still packed, was unearthed from a construction site along Highway 18 north of Shelby and Morganton. At the point where she ran into the woods, a billboard now stands appealing for help finding her. 
Her family hosts an annual walk from their home to the billboard to draw attention to the case. While the circumstances of her disappearance at first seemed to suggest that she was running away from home, investigators could not find a clear reason that she might have done so, and she was younger than most children who do so. Because yeah. nine is really fucking young to just be like, oh, peace out. Right. Well, and and not at some point be like, I, okay, I want to go home now. You know? Yeah, especially, like, the weather. Honestly, like, if I was, you know, 25 now and trying to walk in heavy rain and wind, I'd say, fuck that noise and turn around. You're such a baby. I forget you're a baby. <laughs> You're literally like only like a year and a half. I'm about to be 28, so that is incorrect. I guess two and a half. (laughs) I mean, who said I was good at math? Not me. I'm pretty sure our whole shtick on this show is that I'm not good at math. You're (laughs) right. We need Um, merch shirts that say "I'm not good at math." Hot for justice podcast. (laughs) Truly, if someone wants to design that, please hit us up. Okay. Yes. Because we don't do that. (laughs) We don't. Clearly, because we've been joking about it for the better part of a year and Uh, just haven't done it. So you know. We've been busy making other moves. That's true. And I also think it's on brand to make, you know, vague promises that we don't actually fulfill. We will eventually. Yeah. You know, just don't put a date on it and, you know. We just want to get more um, listeners before we commit to merch. Yeah, because, like, that's, like, there's, like, capital involved and, you know. And I'm poor. It's just one of those things. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I don't have a baby. I'm just, you know, bad at finance. (laughs) You know, I like to buy things. Me too. It, it is what it is. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, my wardrobe's never looked better. Same. But mostly your shoe closet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've i made um, a deal to myself to stop buying clothes because I have a lot. <laughs> so I am, um, I have not purchased any in some time. Approximately two weeks. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I actually have bought clothes since I had that little Poshmark haul that I showed you and Audrey. Oh, yeah. I think it was about two weeks ago. It was. Yeah, so we're, we're doing great. <laughs> yeah, it's just, um, it is what it is. You know, you're right. You know, I'm sure there's a meeting that we could go to, but, you know, then you have to admit you have a problem, and I'm not ready for that yet. Oh, I know, I have a problem. Okay, well, you know, I'm glad that you are better than me and can admit it. <laughs> Way to rub it in on the internet. Sorry. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> I do my best. Um, okay, so she's, yeah, she's younger than most children who would run away, uh, so there's speculation that she might have been abducted instead. Uh, yeah. The case is, yeah, no shit, right? Like, did, I'm really glad that it took the FBI to figure right. that out. Did you ever run away when you were a kid? No. Yeah, I, I threatened it, but I knew I would literally couldn't go anywhere. The whole town, pretty much, it's a small town, you know. Somebody my mom uh, knew would have seen me and then been like, what are you doing? So, no, I never did. But I, I threatened yeah. it a few times. I was like, I'm going to run away. I feel like I probably threatened it, too. I feel like that's a pretty like normal thing Yeah. Like, I, I hate you. I'm running away from right. home. I think I even packed my bags but, one honestly, time, but, no. yeah, it didn't. That's funny. It didn't work. It didn't go anywhere. No, I think I was just too lazy, honestly. Yeah. I was just like, mm. Like, well, it sounds great on paper. Right, and then you know in, like, five minutes you're just going to want to go home and then... Exactly. Like, I knew that I was not actually, like, down for it, yeah. so... It's a commitment. Just, I, yeah. I still have commitment issues. It is what it is. I'm a Libra. <laughs> That's what I'm going to blame it on, and it's fine. It's fine. I'm just indecisive as fuck, and it's fine. But it's fine. It's okay. Remember the time it was fine? It's fine. It's all fine. It's still fine. Yes. <clears throat> um, okay, great. So, the case has drawn national media attention. In 2015, the FBI joined state and county authorities 
to reopen the investigation, opening or offering a reward for information that could help solve the case. Um, so I'll give some background. So her parents, um, Harold and Akia, I'm not sure if it's Akia or Akilla. Mm -hmm. I think it's Akia because there's like a double L thing. Oh, okay. I have no idea, but we'll go with that. Yeah. We do our, I'm we're doing just, our best. Yeah. Um, so coincidentally, they got married in Valentine's Day in 1988. <clears throat> um, they had a son named O'Brien a, a, a year after they got married, and then the do their daughter, Aisha, was born in 1990. The degrees raised both children and their house in Oakcrest Drive in a residential subdivision um, in a pretty rural area north of Shelby, North Carolina, on the western edge of the Charlotte metropolitan area. I honestly don't know, like, geographically any of that. Me, yeah, me either. But I'm going to North Carolina in August. Oh, I don't know if I told you no. that. That's nice. <clears throat> yeah, my friend Mackenzie's getting married. Um pretty and that's where she's from originally oh, so okay. i'm i'm excited yeah it, it is supposed to be very very pretty i'm jealous so yeah um the wedding's in raleigh i think pack me in your suitcase i'm sure you can fit <laughs> actually i feel like you'd have to contort yourself because it's that, like i have that like hexagonal oh. suitcase now i don't have my like rectangle one anymore yeah it's not gonna work for so me. you could try it <laughs> i mean again I, I think you're small enough you, you just might be a little uncomfortable maybe for like just, a six hour you know, flight it's fine yeah just start now do a little bit of yoga every day <laughs> and by the middle of august you'll be good to go all right fair <clears throat> deal done <laughs> settled um boo to do to do to do so uh both parents work jobs uh nearby in north carolina uh they let themselves the children let themselves in after school or both their parents expected that they would either be doing their homework or finish it by the time they had gotten home from work themselves. <clears throat> they made sure their children were... In I cannot read, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, they made sure their children were insulated from the outside influences and had a life centered around their extended family, church, and school. The degrees did not have a computer in the house. Uh, quote, every time you turned on the TV, there was some pedophile who had just lured somebody's child away via the internet, Ikea recalled in a 2013 Jet magazine interview. Um, so she was just one of those people that was kind of paranoid about TV and shit. <clears throat> yeah. Um, she said that Asia had handled this well. She was a cautious child and uh, was shy and content mostly to stay within the limits of, that her parents had set for her. Um, years later, her mom would recall that she was scared to death of dogs, and I never thought she would go out of the house by herself and just wander off. <clears throat> uh, Asia was in the fourth grade at nearby Falson Elementary School, going to into a three-day weekend on the second week of february in 2000 um i'm assuming it's probably president's day weekend yeah i think that's how the calendar works. it is yeah great uh <laughs> it's close to my birthday it's always president's day weekend right i think that's the only reason i remember it because my gra grandma's birthday is a couple days before yours yeah. and like this year her birthday falls like on the president's day that we get off. oh yeah 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 so that's exciting <clears throat> do 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 um I lost my place again. I I I'm struggle busing today. Yeah. Like I thought you had a bad. I think I'm just like, um, having like sympathy. Yeah. A sympathy like issues. kidney infection. <laughs> yeah. Except it's all in my head. Some mental infection. It's okay. Um. Anyways, um. So all the schools were closed on Friday, February 11th. Um. The degrees still had to go to work. So the children spent the day at their aunt's house in the same neighborhood, uh, for which they went to their youth basketball practices at their school. Um, that day while the parents were at work. Mm -hmm. uh, the following day, Asia's basketball team, uh, for which she was a star point guard, lost its first game of the season. She had fouled out. Her parents recalled that she was uh, 
somewhat upset about this, crying along with her teammates afterwards, but seemed to have gotten over it and watched her brother's game afterwards. Um, so that following Sunday, the 13th, the children went to church uh, from a relative's house and then returned home. Around 8 o'clock that night, both children went to bed in the room that they shared. Um, about an hour later, the power went out in the neighborhood after a nearby car accident. <clears throat> the power came on again around 12.30 in the morning, at which time Harold checked on the children and saw that they were both asleep in their beds. He checked again shortly before he went to bed at uh, 2.30 in the morning on February 14th, um, and then again he saw both children in bed. Shortly afterwards, O'Brien, at the time he was age, uh, age of 10, he recalls hearing Asia's bed squeak. He didn't uh, further rouse himself as he assumed that she was merely changing position in her sleep. Um, around this time, she got out of bed, uh, taking a book bag that she had previously packed with several sets of clothes and personal items, and left the house. Uh, this was between 3.45, <clears throat> excuse me, Jesus, between 3.45 and 4.15 a.m., a truck driver and another motorist saw her walking south along Highway 18, wearing a long-sleeve white t-shirt and white pants, uh, just north of the highway's junction, jun junction with Highway 180. They reported this to police after seeing a TV report about her disappearance. The motorist said that he had turned his car around because he thought it was strange that such a small child would be out by herself at that hour. Um, he circled around three times and saw her run into the woods by the roadside and then disappear. It was a rainy night, and the witness said that there was a storm raging when he saw her. Uh, County Sheriff Down Dan Crawford said, We're pretty sure that it was uh, her because of the descriptions they gave are consistent with what we know she was wearing. He also added that they saw her at the same place, heading the same direction. Um, her mother woke up at around 5.45 a.m. to get the children ready for school. Um, on the morning of February 14th, an important day since it was not only Valentine's Day, but it was the degree's wedding anniversary. Um, this involved drawing a bath for the children as they had not been able to take one the night before due to the power outage. When she opened the children's room to wake them up before their 6.30 alarm um, and call them to the bath, O'Brien was in his bed, but Aisha was not. And Akia was not unable to find her in the house, nor in the family cars. She told Harold that she could not find their daughter, and he suggested that she might have just gone over to his mother's house across the street, but... Um, when Akila called over there, her sister-in-law said that Asia was not there. That's when I went into panic mode. I heard the car next door. I put shoes on and ran outside. Um, she called her mother, who went to call the police. <clears throat> God, could you fucking imagine? No. It's like, I like mean, waking up and like your kid's gone. Every parent's worst nightmare. Yeah, like, no, thank you. Like, that's the last thing that you'd even wish on somebody. Um, yeah. Um, by 6.40 in the morning, the first police officers had arrived on the scene. Police dogs called to the scene could not pick up the scent. Um, Akila went to the neighborhood calling Aisha's name, which she said that had awakened everyone in the neighborhood by around 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. uh, friends, family, and neighbors canceled their plans for the day to assist police in searching the vicinity while the, uh, the pastor of their church, along with other area clergymen, came to the Degrees home to support them. By day's end, all that had been found was a mitten, which Akila Degrees said that... Uh, definitely did not belong to her daughter and that she had no winter clothing that had been taken from the house mm. and again she was only seen in like a t-shirt and like jeans basically yeah um which is weird considering it was raining yeah that is weird um but i mean kids i think sometimes are a little oblivious to things like that yeah i mean like i'm pretty sure when i was a kid i never wanted to put a coat yeah. on yeah well, it's it was funny. My I was visiting my family um, up north mm -hmm. for Christmas, and it was cold, and you know there was snow on the ground, and we were gonna go look, drive around and look at the Christmas lights, and um, <laughs> my niece came out in sandals and shorts, and we were like, Stop. "You have to go put pants on. <laughs> it's really cold outside." <laughs> That's actually hella funny. <laughs> it, it was. It was so cute. She was mad. <laughs> 
Oh. Yeah. So, you know. Well, so I think kids just, they don't think about that whole thing. No, and kids dressing themselves is truly the funniest thing. It story. really is. It's cute. Um, I follow this girl on Instagram. Um, I can't think of what her handle is, otherwise I would repeat it. But, um, like, almost every day before her daughter goes to school, she'll take a picture of her and say, like, oh, she picked out her own outfit today. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> and it's very funny. And she's like, I'm a fashionista. <laughs> oh. And, like, 90% of her outfits include some, some sort of leopard That's print gonna something. That's going to be great happy. when Emerson's older. I truly cannot wait to see what outfits she puts herself oh, in. it's going to be good. Ugh. Can't When wait. I was a kid, my go-to was Rugrats. Anything that had the Rugrats on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think mine was, like, 101 Dalmatians. Oh, things. yeah. Solid. Yeah. Uh, do, 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 do. Local news coverage resulted in uh, the two drivers that had seen Asia walking along the road early in the morning, including the one whose attempt to approach her had her apparently prompted prompted her to flee into the woods. Um, they were the only ones that had reported sightings to the police. Um, the next day, on February 15th, candy wrappers were found in a shed at a nearby business along the highway uh, near where Asia had been seen running into the woods. Along with them were a pencil, a marker, and a Mickey Mouse-shaped hair bow that were all identified as belonging to her. It was the only trace of her found during the initial search. On February 16th, Akila realized that Aisha's bedroom was missing her favorite clothing, including a pair of blue jeans with a red stripe. A week later, um, after about 9,000 man-hours had been invested in a search of the two to three mile radius of where she had been last seen, flyers posted all over the area, um, and over 300 leads ranging from possible sightings to tips about abandoned houses in uh, wells where she might have ended up the search was called off uh quote we've never really had uh that first good substantial lead said county sheriff dan crawford at a news conference here to the media to keep the story alive uh, do, 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 do. um just some later developments um at a news conference on february 22nd of 2000 crawford said that he was going quote long range with a search for asia uh, both the FBI and North Carolina State Bureau of Investigation, SBI, got involved and put her on their respective databases of missing children. No yawning. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm just I'm sure you have not been sleeping. Between uh, motherhood and, uh, you know, raging infection. Yes, you're correct. I'm, I was just thinking, I really need, like, someone to come over and just let me like fall into a deep coma for a day <laughs> just a full-on hibernation yes <laughs> and then i think i'll feel better that is probably all you need emerson just doesn't really want to sleep <sighs> i mean her and i have that in common very rough i'm sorry it's okay she's so cute though it's fine <laughs> I know, we'll allow it. It's, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. all fine. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so the FBI and SBI get involved, and the agencies, uh, when they're done searching in the area of the home and Route 18, um, they just kept on insisting we're following everything, even though nothing was turning up. Um, from Akila's account of what Aisha had taken with her, investigators believe that she had planned and prepared for this departure over the last several days preceding her disappearance. Quote, she's not your typical runaway, um, observed an SBI agent named Bart Burpo. Um, another expert, Ben Ermini, of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, noted that most children who run away are at least 12 years old. Um, an FBI agent also pointed to the lack of an issue that she might have been running away from, such as a dysfunctional family or poor academic performance. Still, investigators believed that 
there was most likely an explanation for her departure, but that for some reason she either got off track or was abducted. Uh, media attention went national. A month after her disappearance, a degree family appeared on the Montel Williams show to call attention to the case. America's Most Wanted and the Oprah Winfrey show also devoted segments to it. Does Oprah still have a show? Yes, I think so. I don't know. I don't have cable, but I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> I'm not sure. I think she's touring right now because oh, it's like all over my Instagram. Uh, like people are like going and watching Oprah on tour. I don't really know what Oprah would would do on tour, but I guess talk. Yeah, probably. It's probably like a motivational like what is that like Tony Robbins type shit. Yeah. Is that is that who? I have no I'm idea. I just said yes because I don't know. Okay, cool. I wasn't <laughs> sure if I like made that per- person up. It sounds right. Zach, can I get a Zach check on that? Is Tony Robbins a motivational speaker? Great. He, said he just yes. said yes because he's not sure either. I could hear it in his voice. Yeah, and he's too busy playing GTA to actually Google it for me. So sick. I, you know, I just want to make sure I have the name right. Don't come at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep that attitude in check, Zach. Yeah, Zachary. Keep your two to yourself. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> anyways, um, August third, two thousand one. Um, her book back in book bag and other items were unearthed during during a construction project off of highway 18 in burke county near near morganton jesus fucking christ jamie learn to read um about 26 miles north of her home in shelby (laughs) um the backpack and other belongings were all wrapped in a plastic bag uh the worker who found it said that the book bag contained asia's name and phone number the fbi took it to their headquarters for further forensic analysis results from that testing have not been shared to the public uh to date is the last evidence found in the case uh later leads turned out to be dead ends in 2004 acting on a tip reportedly received from an inmate at a county jail the sheriff's office began digging at an intersection in lawndale the bones that were found turned out to be in a form of an animal um degrees of the degrees have taken steps to keep asia's memory and the case still alive in the public's mind in 2008 they established a scholarship in her name for a, a deserving local student they host an annual walk to raise awareness and to uh, fund money for the search. The walk starts at the home and ends at the missing, missing persons billboard along Highway 18 where she was last seen. Um, it was originally held on Valentine's Day but has been changed to February 7th. Um, and then in, in another year it was also on February 6th as they felt it was not fair to make participate participants make Valentine's Day a somber occasion. Yeah. Uh, which I wholeheartedly agree with yeah. but still like that's shitty. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah really there hasn't been any other leads that have been fruitful um over the years like in the like mid like 2000 like teen years mm-hmm. um you know different fbi searches were done and you know they've done other combings and try to find more evidence but nothing's happened i wonder so if she just like either was going to meet somebody like you know what uh, instant messaging in 2000 was the thing wasn't it i think yeah and also like i want to say that's kind of like when um like chat rooms yeah. and like myspace started so kind of popping up I'm like, shit like that. wondering if maybe she went to go like meet somebody and it was a predator or maybe she ran away and somebody came across well her. she didn't have a computer oh does her family though ah, so. um yeah the mom was like very anti like technology uh, stuff in the house like no tv no computer yeah, okay so well. i mean unless like she used one in like a public space yeah but or maybe she's trying to run away and somebody just you know Found, yeah. saw her and took the opportunity yeah i'm not sure that's really sad i mean it's obvious that something not good happened to her 
Yeah, I definitely think she was probably coerced to leave her home and then was it abducted. Yeah. That's my opinion, but Bye, I, baby. you know, obviously don't know. It's um, a real bummer. I know. Well, to distract you from that real bummer, yes. um, we're going to have a quick word from our sponsors for today's episode, and then we'll be right back with the rest of Pop for Justice. Catch you back in a minute. It is brought to you by Best Fiends. So, a few weeks back, I fell down my stairs and broke my toe, in typical Jamie fashion. I had to go to several doctor's appointments, and you know that doctors are literally never on time. So while I was in the waiting room, I killed some time by playing my favorite five-star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends. It's a fun, mentally challenging, and stimulating puzzle game that's free to download and has over 100 million downloads. The best thing about Best Fiends is that it's a casual game that you can pick up and play for a few minutes at a time, or if you're like us, you'll play for longer because you're hooked. I play it when I'm being a human pillow for my baby. It helps me pass the time in a way that actually uses my brain cells. I love that the game is always changing and that they're always adding in new challenges and levels to keep engaging your brain, as opposed to mindlessly scrolling through social media for hours a day like I usually do. I've completed over 200 levels so far and have collected tons of cute characters along the way. If you want to join us and engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters, trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Today's episode is also sponsored by Ballsy. Can you believe that we're only four days away from Valentine's Day? Ladies, do you need a last-minute idea on what to get that special guy in your life? Ballsy makes high-quality men's personal care products that will keep your man and his little men smelling fresh, no matter what they've been up to all day. As I'm sure you already know, they do have some pretty kick-ass V-Day exclusive gift sets, like the I'm Nuts About You gift set, which includes ball wash, an activated charcoal wash packed with essential oils and plant extracts. It also has a nut rub, which is a solid cologne for keeping your boys below and full body smelling fresh that comes in six different fragrances. And it also includes a bottle of sack spray, which is a portable deodorizing spray, great for freshening up on the go. It's great for your gym bag or after a workout or any other time where there's not enough time to do a full shower. This gift set normally retails for $45, but you can use our promo code HOT20 to save yourself 20%. There's actually another exclusive set that I've been eyeing, the Your Incredibles Heart Box, which includes three nut rub solid colognes, including a limited edition Valentine's Day only scent, Drift and Dunes. They also make shampoo and conditioner, so you'll be smelling great from your head to your head. All of Ballsy's products are made in the USA with high-quality ingredients such as essential oils and plant extracts, and are always free of parabens, sulfates, and synthetic dyes. Make sure to check out Ballsy at ballwash.com and see all of the under $50 gift sets that they have. And don't forget to use code HOT20 to save yourself 20%. Again, that's H-O-T-2-0, HOT20. All right. So, my case is kind of short. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that I had, like, the world's longest case to go before you then. <laughs> yes. So, um, it's interesting because I feel like it may have some, it has some similarities to another case that I covered. Um, mm-hmm. So, I'll get into it. Um, Veronica Martinez was a 19-year-old waitress living and working in Sacramento. She was a single mother. Um, She was reported missing in January of 1992 after going grocery shopping. She was found two months later in Cool, California, which I had never heard of, but it's about 40 miles northeast of Sacramento. 
how's it spelled? Cool, like C-O-O-L, cool. Oh, yeah. I did not know that mm -hmm. existed. Me either. Um, she was found off of Highway 49 up a steep ravine. She was, and a hiker had found her. Um, and here's kind of where it gets, it's kind of similar. Um, she was wrapped in plastic and she was decapitated. Jesus. Yes. Um, they don't, the police don't believe that she was involved in any illegal activity. Um, she worked really hard to support herself and her son. So it was really, you know, it's, it's just really sad. Um, her case is considered active. It's not considered cold. And when did this happen again? 1992. Okay. So um, investigators believed that she, at, that she could have been murdered by Carrie Strainer, who confessed to murdering four women in the Yosemite area in the late 1990s, which I'm actually going to do him in one of our next episodes. Ooh. Um, he had beheaded one of his victims, which is why they kind of thought maybe he he had um, killed Veronica. Mm -hmm. um, they were also considering that he could be responsible for the death of Sherilyn Murphy, which was a case that I covered. Yes. Um, she was a sex worker who was also found decapitated in Calaveras County. So that's that's the case I'm referring to. They were both found decapitated um, and kind of just discarded. I don't I don't know Lazarus. if they found Veronica's head, but they never found Sherilyn's head. Jesus. Yes. Um, there is not much to connect him, though, with these murders, and he'd, he had already confessed to killing the other four women, so if he had been responsible, I feel like he probably would have also confessed to these two. Right. But, I mean, who knows? Um, I do think that the similarities are really interesting. They were both working in the Sacramento area, granted, doing different things. Um, right. Veronica was a waitress, and Sherilyn was not. Um and they were both found in abducted or in excuse me in, in remote areas so highway 49 also runs through calaveras county which but where i mean and where she was found was a ways away but still but still on the same highway yeah um well and so you said it was like what 40 miles away or something 40 miles away from sacramento mm -hmm. and Though Sherilyn wasn't found off of 49, 49 is one of the main highways that goes through, Cal like, Angel's Camp area where Sherilyn was right. found. So it's kind of maybe – it, it, it does suggest that somebody is, you know, familiar. Definitely. Um, so it's just kind of an interesting thought. Um, there was another mention of a headless and a handless body found partially buried near Feather River, which which was about 15 miles north of Sacramento, also in 1996, but it has never been identified. And what? And correct me if I'm wrong, but Sherilyn was also missing her hands. Yes, but they did find her hands, which is how they identified her. Got it. But, um, but Veronica, she had her hands. Um... Yes, I believe she okay. did. She just was decapitated, like her head Got it. was okay. gone. Yes, and sorry for the barking. Jax wanted to say hello. Because <laughs> he's annoying. You know, he was jealous of Dingo getting all the attention on our Instagram. Yes, it's true. We should post a picture of Jax. Anyways, um, I found all this information from um, an ABC 10 article by the KXTV staff and then an SF Gate article by Jim Zamora. So there, all of the articles really said the same thing. Um, there's no like new um, information to be shared. So it's interesting. It's unfortunate. Yeah, it's really, really sad and her poor son. I know. So, God. but yeah, 
also a bummer but yeah that's my well do you have anything fun and fresh to share with everybody to so we're gonna get off that bummer we're gonna screen recap the pharmacist which is on netflix it's have you just, started it yet i watched it already um i watched the first two parts it's very interesting yeah it's kind of a different um like true crime doc definitely so, it's um but i thought it was really interesting and we'll mm-hmm. i have some thoughts but we'll share it um yeah i totally binged it because i was feeling like crap on friday fair so when i got off work i binged it um so yeah maybe that'll be up next week yes and i also yeah i was trying to think of what this week was <laughs> yes i also started watching the devil next door which is about oh, i haven't seen that it's also on netflix it's about mm-hmm. a man in the 80s who was thought to really be um a nazi like guard and so it kind of talks about his trial Jesus. and like how people were really like convinced it was him from the start anyway it's just really 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 freaking sad so i had to kind of put it aside for a minute but Ooh. it's good okay yeah maybe so. we'll give that one a go too yeah in the next few weeks yeah what about you cool, cool, cool. um nothing too wild um i went and saw that harley quinn movie on friday oh, that was yeah, very I good i want to go see that except i can't because i have a baby so i'll wait till it comes out <laughs> <laughs> just um drop her off at mom and dad's for an evening yeah i could and go on a date night fair um and then, literally right before we recorded this, Zach and I have, were having a very lazy Sunday, and we've been watching the Mighty Ducks trilogy. Oh, cute. Yeah, we've watched the first two thus far. Maybe we'll watch the third one after I'm done editing this. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> Maybe. But that's... <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, so it's been a nice little lazy weekend. Yeah. Nothing crazy. I am, like, just kind of going stir-crazy, because I really haven't done anything in the last week. And... But next weekend... But I'm so tired. Yeah, we're going out next weekend is my we're celebrating my birthday a little early hopefully yes. i'm feeling better by then i think it'll be good we'll see the doctor said it would take uh probably around two weeks for me to start feeling like normal Whew. so it's been really rough <laughs> you poor thing i know you poor poor thing so but yeah anyways thanks for awesome. listening yeah yes and Happy, remember to check out our sponsors yes um i mean perfect timing for valentine's day so we still have some time to get a gift truly and um links will be down below for that yep and we'll catch you later yes goodbye Bye.